Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Renshaw could be out here, missed, oh, what a catch! What a catch taken there by the Scorchers. I think that's Andrew Ty out there, is it? One-handed, diving away to his right, almost full stretch, and, and he was happy about it too, threw the, air in, threw the ball into the air in delight. Uh, that's a great catch and a huge wicket. Yeah, it was a great catch. One-handed there by AJ Ty. The bowlers combining to get rid of Matthew Renshaw for 27. And Jason Berendorf has got one ball to bowl and he would have completed his quota of four overs and has three for 19. Just an absolute outstanding left-arm fast bowler is Jason Berendorf. And uh, he will finish with three for 20. In fact, there's an overthrow. He'd be pretty Dirty with that. So it'll be three for 21 off four overs. But what a great performance by Jason Berendorf. He got rid of Josh Brown, the opener for 18. Amanas Labashane for 10. And just then Matthew Renshaw for 27. Jimmy Pearson is not out three. Max Bryant has come to the crease. He's yet to get off the mark. Ross Whiteley, Michael Nessa, Xavier Bartlett, Matt Kuhneman, the spinner, and Spencer Johnson are the batsmen that remain for the Brisbane Heat. And when we look at the bowling figures, Matthew Kelly, one over, none for 13. Jason Berendorf, as I mentioned, four overs, finished with three for 21. Ashton Agar's bowled the two overs at a cost of 20. Uh, Ashton Turner, the two overs at a cost of 13. Uh, Peter Hatsoglu just bowled the one over, none for eight, and Andrew Tye, two overs. One for 14, plus a brilliant catch. Well, a man that is the backbone of the Western Force is a guy that was born in Sydney, came over here, I reckon probably, I'm guessing 15, 16 years ago to get involved with the Western Force, played over 100 games for them. And uh, we're talking about Matt Hodgson, skipper and all that. He's done everything at the Western Force and he joins us on the program now. Hi, Matt. Hi, how are you going? Good. Uh, how's life treating you? Uh, yeah, good. Busy. Um, need another holiday after Christmas already. <laughs> You're still involved uh, with the, I think you started actually, with the uh, F45 training. Is that still on the go? No, we sort of started them up um, as a sort of a retirement sort of job in a way I was going to go to. Me and wife were working there, but we sold them um, when that fun thing, COVID, came around. It was ah. just um, work and that, and so we sort of, Got rid of them during the COVID process. So, uh, yeah, because it was flying at that stage. I think you opened it up around about 2014 and uh, leading into COVID, it was going okay. I was seeing, seeing a sort of outlets popping up everywhere. Yeah, no, obviously ours was the third in Australia, I think, and now there's over a thousand or something. So, yeah, definitely going well. But um, just for us with our life balance and obviously um, some young kids, um, of our own, we sort of needed to sort of give something away and that was sort of the one that was the right time for us after I think we were in it for about eight, nine years. So, mm. yeah, no, it was good to get out of it and obviously COVID changed that world dramatically. So we're thinking our lucky stars now. Yeah. So is rugby now full-time for you? 
Yeah, so obviously full-time for me, obviously um, running the, the Western Force as a general manager role and doing all the contracting there. Um, so, yeah, that takes up a fair bit of um, my time and obviously a fair bit of travel. And then obviously um, my wife's a full-time mum with, uh, with our two kids, sort of giving time back to them as mm. they go through that primary school age group. Yeah, well, you did study, I think, uh, at university, a Bachelor of was it Sports Management. So you're grooming yourself not only to be a player, for the Western Force or rugby generally, but also to maybe when that time was up to work uh, in the boardrooms and in the backroom staff. So I gather that's come to fruition for you now. Yeah, I originally did that course to become a player manager and then I actually found out what player managers are like. So I sort of <laughs> stepped, stepped away from that pretty quick. So, yeah, no, um, yeah, I always encourage people to, to do something outside of playing because... Um, playing can be pretty tough and you need another avenue. So, yeah, I did a few courses while I was um, still playing and, yeah, luckily I did and sort of put me in good stead for the role I'm in now. Matt, just having a look at the season coming up, we know that the Perth Glory have dis- been displaced from HBF Park because of uh, the work that needs to be done with the FIFA Women's World Cup uh, coming up in a few months' time. What's going to be the situation with the Western Force when their season starts? So what is the the plan of attack for your home games? Uh, no, we're pretty lucky with our timing um, that we actually get all our home games at HBF. Um, sort of worked um, closely with the venue there and um, sort of made sure it all worked out for us and worked closely with Sansa with our draw and stuff like that. So we're lucky that all our home games will be at HBF. And uh, I think um, Harry Styles kicks it off and then we're the next event after that. So it's uh, pretty exciting. And uh, a few of the crew are going out there tomorrow to see the progress of the stadium. And by all reports, it's... Um, going well and it's going to be another string to our bow having a world-class stability. Yeah, that's great. So no doubt the fixtures were worked on to make sure that you weren't disadvantaged with the venue. Is that correct? Yeah, so yeah, we sort of worked around sort of um, the, the stadium and they sort of gave their timetable and then worked with Sansa um, and, and Rugby Australia and sort of got the draw um, all secure and sort of um, got everything there that we can play all our home games at HBF, HBF which um, a couple of months ago was pretty nerve-wracking, but, um, yeah, pretty excited that we can actually um, sign that off and get all games there. You're not far away from your Super Rugby preseason hit-outs, are you? I think you're about three weeks away from uh, a hit-out at McGilvray Oval against the Reds. Is that correct? Yes, uh, yeah, I think it's three three weeks um, on, on the weekend, yes. So, um, yeah, t- t- time's coming pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, it's exciting for us um, to actually pull all the training we- we've done over the last few months um, and-, and put the squad out for the first time against the Reds at McGilvray. How's the squad looking? Uh, no, very good. They've been put through their paces. Obviously, I had a bit of break over um, Christmas, but they've all come back in good shape and, Sort of been pushed pretty hard for the next two, three weeks, and then they'll sort of start um, going into that team selection dynamic, which is always exciting. Um, and then, yeah, we're definitely um, looking like a, a great team this year and pretty excited to sort of go from training into games because that's sort of what the players uh, really love um, about the sport is, is the competitiveness of the game. So it's exciting um, to count down. So saying that, when you look at the squad, and you've been part of many a Western Force outfit over your years here in Perth, Western Australia, it was a very good squad last season. Is it stronger this season? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say it's stronger, and I'd also say more balanced. We've got um, a lot of players that came into the program uh, last year that have a, another year under their belt, but also a year at the Western Force, so they sort of 
feel more accomplished and, and more settled. Um, and then everything we've brought in is sort of adding to a squad. So obviously, um, experience with Chase Titia, um and then a few players from the UK um, that have come through. And then also lucky enough to get Santiago Medrano back. So again, that strengthens our front, front row. So um, yeah, pretty excited um, to keep this squad nucleus together for the next few years. Because um, I think when we played in Japan a couple of months ago, our average forward pack age was only 21, so that's pretty exciting for us. Mm, mm. Let's have a look, because uh, we know women's sport is going on in leaps and bounds when you look at uh, the dominance of women's sport nationally and professionally now. Tell us about the Western Force Super W uh, squad and where that's at. Yeah, so pretty exciting. We, we sort of announced our, our Super W squad for the season tomorrow. Um, we're putting a lot of um, changes in place from a, a high performance and trying to take the, the female space to as professionally as we can. So we brought in our high performance manager that's dedicated to the female space, um, putting together a great coaching group um, and then lifting the, the nature of the game to give them all the access they can to be successful. Um, obviously, um, difficult as they're still a, a semi-professional um, sort of thing. So we're trying to create a program that is as professional as can be. So supplying um, nutrition support, strength and conditioning support, video analysis. So everything the male um, get in a super, um, super um, we're trying to implement that into the Super W program as well. So it's pretty mm-hmm. exciting and um, the girls are really responding to it. Is the high performance manager you're talking about, is that uh, Claudia Bell? Yes, yep. Yeah, she's got a pretty good CV, hasn't she? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, and it's been great to work alongside her and, and sort of grow grow the, the game together. We sort of, when we interviewed um, a number of candidates and they're all strong, um, Claudia definitely stood out for her passion um, and the knowledge of the game. And sort of when she came over, we said there's three big things and obviously Super W was a big one for us. Um, setting up a female academy was another one and then growing the game. Uh, in WA so um, sort of ticking those boxes nicely now and sort of again um, the squad's been together for about eight weeks now so they're they're looking ready to Mm. to sort of dive into some games coming up as well. And I think she's got a pretty good track record I know when she was in Sydney maybe working with the Waratahs that there is a a good conversion of getting the players from Super W Rugby uh, maybe into the Wallaroos which is what everybody aspires to. Yeah, definitely. Um, so two two things that we've been working over the last few weeks is, is telling the girls that um, there's opportunity for them to go from from a super player to a um, international player. I think over the last few years, the girls probably haven't seen that that's possible. And that, but now, obviously, with Trillian, um, one of our superstars of the game over here, going back into the the Wallaroos program, it's pretty exciting to see. Um, the girls, again, a young group, 21 to 24, um, putting their hand up for not only Western Force selection, but wanting and having that hunger to play at international level. Good on you, Matt. As we let you go, just repeating a big announcement tomorrow morning. Is it regarding the squad and what the coach? Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll announce um, sort of our CW squad, our coaching group and everything tomorrow. So it's um, a pretty exciting space um, and something the Western Force are proud of is, is the investment and, and the professionalism we're putting into the female game. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us and good luck with the big announcement tomorrow. We'll be right across it here on Sports Day. No worries. Appreciate the call. Okay. Matt Hodgson joining us here on Sports Day.
of course, uh, the uh, general manager of the Western Force. And what a contribution he's made to the club. As we mentioned, played over a decade as a player, over 140 games. Uh, is working now behind the scenes in a very important role as general manager of the Western Force. And from all reports, uh, they're getting uh, getting together for what promises hopefully to be a very good Super Rugby season. And, of course, the Super W season will be kicked off tomorrow with the announcement of the squad and the coach. So we look forward to that. And we'll bring you up to date with that on Sports Day tomorrow. We're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll also bring you up to date with what's happening in the BBL match between the Heat and the Scorchers. As we go to the break, it's four for 106. I'll update that for you next here on Sports Day. Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.